Well, welcome to another episode of Pastor and His People. Today, I am with, uh, I am Pastor Dave Keene, of course, uh, and I am with um, the Brown family, uh, Jason and Danielle Brown. Super excited for this podcast because you are probably the most <laughs> avid listeners of a pastor and his people, which make my heart just sing for joy. So uh, as we kind of get going, why don't you just introduce yourselves, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Go ahead. Okay, so I am Danny Joe Brown. I um, have been in Rock Hill now for, gosh, somewhere in the teens, years, 15-ish years. Um, Where I'm are you moved, from? I'm from Kentucky. Okay. And I... Which is the promised land, Kentucky or South Carolina? Ooh. I will. I will always have part of me that will long for Kentucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it it won't leave me. However, I do love the life I've built here. Um, I did a report on Kentucky, the Bluegrass State, mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school, and still remember it fondly. It sticks with you. It sticks with you, right? Yeah. Um, there's never been a Kentuckian who wasn't like <laughs> looking go. forward to their next trip home. Um, so, grew up there. Um, came to Rock Hill to go to Winthrop University and stuck around. Um, and so, I've been here. It's my home now. I've got Jason and I have two kiddos at home. So William um, is twelve. And he was my son, and now he is Jason's son too. But and then together we have Parker Joe, who is three and wild. 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 I'm not sure if many three year olds um, are are, are uh, not wild. But That's Parker, fair. But Parker Joe, she's got some spunk to her. She does. She's, she's got some spunk. <laughs> uh, well, Jason, give us your quick quick backstory. So, from Rock Hill originally, um, left Rock Hill for five years to go to Clemson, and then. Uh, about three years in the mid 2000s to for work. I was in the golf course business at that time. So other than that, all, um, I guess minus eight, 43 of my years have been in Rock Hill. Um, and so that's, that's how I've got here. I'm in, um, you know, what do you, what do you do for a job? I actually, I'm in, so we sell wholesale supplies for landscape and, I'm over the agronomic portion of that for our region, which is basically the Carolinas. That's a big word. What does that mean for someone who doesn't know that kind of stuff? <laughs> Agronomics would be just things word. that... Um, I'm just going to use this big word to confuse everyone around me. The science of dirt. Science of dirt. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll take fancy. It. I'll, take fancy. It. I'll take it. Science and economics, right? Science and economics. There's some of that, too. Yeah, you have, yeah. To, you have to get it both in. Okay. I like it. Um, Deja, what do you do? I'm a church administrator for a Presbyterian church in downtown Rock Hill. So, I mean, obviously, a Presbyterian is going to listen to this, and you're going to say, like, you should get baptized and join the Baptist Church. Church. Absolutely. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. You guys are doing pretty well. The Reformed Presbyterian, the Reformed Presbyterians yes, are yeah. doing pretty well. They're just a little confused on baptism. Yes. Yes. I love the, the zeal of the Presbyterians. I went to um, a conference. I was doing a class in Nashville and I was staying at a Presbyterian's house. Never met before. A friend hooked us up. And within five minutes, he tried to convince me how pedo baptism is the way to go. Hey, where to go? Thank you. I, I, I don't I don't agree with you, but thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, so how'd you guys come to the Lord? You go first again. Yeah. Uh, sure, sure. So I um, I did not grow up in a Christian home. Um, honestly, as an adult, I've been it's been really kind. The Lord has shown me a lot of the ways that He was pursuing me, even when I was a, a little child. Um, I found like books that neighbors had given me when I was a tiny girl. Oh, that's so sweet. Uh, 
you know, even just like little golden books about, about Jesus and things like that. Um, and so it's really neat to know that before I was ever in a church or anything like that, that the Lord was, uh, planting seeds and pursuing me in that way. Um, I, like a lot of kids, um, had a friend who started inviting me to youth group. Um, and so I had, was introduced to church introduced to the gospel um through that um excitingly enough that friend actually is in ministry now and so I love that story um and so was really involved in that youth group in high school and was baptized when I was 17 um on a church spring break trip um and so I really just hold that um really dear to my heart um I will say like so I I had a tough time because I wasn't raised with a Christian worldview. Um, I didn't have a good biblical literacy to fall back on um, and just wasn't really prepared well before going to college. So then kind of had just some years um, of, of straying from the Lord and not walking with the Lord. Um, and so I would say, though, a really kind of important part of my story and an important part of me sort of starting to abide with the Lord again, um, was that, so William, my son, um, he is on the autism spectrum. Um, so I was a single mom to William, um, and he would have been about two years old and we were just really, uh, he and I were really struggling. Um, his behavior was really difficult. Um, I didn't know what to do with him. Um, he was getting like kicked out of daycares and just different things. Um, and I just was really alone, um, and really desperate, um, and really humbled that I couldn't do things on my own. Like I can't raise this kid on my own. I can't, um, care. Like I had no idea what to do, um, in terms of his behaviors and just his, his struggles at that point. Um, and so I I guess, like, just the Lord kind of, like, imparted to me, like, that nudge of, of needing to be with a church body. Um, and so on an Easter Sunday, like, I went by myself um, to North Rock Hill Church and just kind of started going to church. And I know I'll never forget like having to get out of my car that morning was just like the weirdest, toughest thing to do. Um, I had a lot of shame um, just about being a single mom and things like that. And so just to walk in there was really hard, but I was really quickly um, loved and pursued there. Um, William was really quickly loved and pursued there. Um, I was also quickly tapped to, to volunteer and do some things. And I know that that really, that direct ask of, Hey, like we need someone to help with this. Could you help with this? Um, it made me feel like, okay, like the Lord can use me. Um, and it got me to church. Like it on times where it would have been easy for me to like lay out, it got me there. And then the gospel and the word just took root. And then I, didn't I was there when the doors were open after that um because you know I was excited about that, was, that. And that was your family um yeah that but, was my family absolutely and, and just a quick plug there's there's gonna be lots of people who maybe walk in our our doors in the first time on Easter Sunday Easter Sunday's coming mm-hmm. up so let's be that welcoming folks and 
because honestly, I would love to have some more Danny Browns in, 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 my, in our congregation. So, Jason, how about you? How'd you come to the Lord? So, I came to know the Lord at a at a young age, at about eight years old. Um, I grew up in church. My parents attended First Baptist here in town. From actually, my grandparents began going there when they. What did we find when they right before or after they were married? Well, it was nineteen fifty. No, it was it was before. It was okay. it was yeah. So it was a long time ago that my my, my my mom's parents began there, and then so that's where she grew up, and so she had they had me in church, um, from what I can remember. But I uh, I felt the Lord's call as a, as a young man or young kid, seven or eight years old, and was baptized um, in in May of of uh, I guess it would have been nineteen eighty five. Before I was born. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I always gonna throw that in. <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. <laughs> but um, and then actually, I from from kindergarten through high school, I went to Trinity Christian School, which was a which was a school here in Rock Hill. That's um, that my mom, you know, wanted me to have that foundation, and I think that um, I look back now and can really appreciate that in a, at a different level. Um, because when I went to, after high school, I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I ended up at Clemson. That was just a school that I wanted to go to. Didn't really have a direction as far as a major or any kind of course of study. And it worked out that they had a golf program or a golf maintenance program. So that, that fit right in. But I remember my grandma, before I left town, was like, she's like, make sure you get in, into a BCM. Get into, a, you know, get into one of the Baptist churches up there and, and get surrounded by um other Christians and I didn't, I didn't heed her message and that probably sent me on a, shucks, a pretty long journey away from walking with the Lord. And, um, that's something that, you know, certainly is a, was after, after he led me back into the body of believers and into church. That's, that was a time that I look back on with obviously a lot of shame and weight um, but just in the last, you know, just in our time here in the last year and a half at, at park, just watching the Lord be so gracious and kind to me and my, and my soul and my, you know, myself to, to work through that. And, you know, that, that I can look back and not necessarily be uh, proud or fond of any of that time, but can see the Lord's hand, um, I was just talking to a friend recently uh, about Philippians chapter 3, uh, 12 through 14, which says, you know, the Apostle Paul says, not that I've obtained all this or been made perfect, but one thing I do is I forget what is behind and I press on towards what is ahead to the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. And I am so grateful that, that we, we can forget what is behind, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's, there's a, there's a great, greener pastures mm -hmm. uh, that are in front of us because the Lord is leading us there. Uh, I'd love to just maybe talk a little bit about that in terms of your testimony, in terms of you both kind of mentioned this idea of shame, right? Mm -hmm. You know, and yet we have seen you here. I mean, the Lord's team has seemed to just remove that shame and you have joy in the Lord. And that's such a great picture of the power of the gospel. Would you let just maybe, maybe someone who's listening to this and who may feel like, hey, I, I feel like I have shame. Um, maybe you want to share some, maybe some stories in terms of, hey, how did God use that to the healing power of the gospel to over, like to take your shame? Just the the body of believers, um, or, I don't know. There's just there's something about, and it, I mean the, the something is the Holy Spirit that works amongst the body of believers and being 
in and amongst folks like that on a regular basis, um, it doesn't it doesn't wipe it away from my memory. Yeah, but it, but I'm not I'm not. That's not where our focus is. Yeah, you're not defined by that anymore. Right, and you know there's a there's um, there's that push for you know to do good works for our good and for God's glory when we're when we sur- are surrounded by other believers, um, and that's just. I mean, I think that's what I see in where we are now. Also, where I was that I that I and it doesn't take long to when you're not surrounded by other believers to quickly trip fall. Yeah, I mean, we know Paul says you know away. bad company corrupts good character, but I think the opposite is true. Good company like produces and encourages mm-hmm. godly character. So certainly, amen to that. Yeah, I think so. Being around um, people and having uh, just deep real relationships for one you'll quickly find that even the person that you think is like the most sanctified person around you is going to be so kind to share like their own struggles when you have deep relationships um and it's going to make you realize like man they they push through they pushed through that or they you know the lord has helped them with this thing um but also like just being around people that are worthy of imitating has is huge um and it makes you just strive to that good and who cares about that bad because because i just have this really great thing i want to strive for um and honestly just not to mention the fact that i mean it's often been a nice testimony to be able to say to people like let us tell you like what the lord has us out of. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I love the fact that um, the way God moves. I mean, it's it's, it's interesting because you guys have only been here a little over a year, and it feels like you've been here forever, right? We, you know, yeah. It feels like I mean, maybe because you guys are here every time the doors are open and you <laughs> are the number one podcast listeners of the pastors people, and my heart's affection for you has grown <laughs> in large amounts. Um, but I I love how you have just been immersed into the body of Christ here, and how you serve in so many different ways. It's just such a sweet, sweet picture. Uh, so thank you for doing that and, and serving and just being so faithful here uh, and being an encouragement to the body of Christ. Um, I would love to ask you maybe a, a question about, you know, having a child that has autism, mm-hmm. right? So obviously yeah. people are going to be listening. And one of the ways that we can love each other better as a congregation is if we understand each other, yeah. right? And I think that sometimes it's hard to understand, okay, what is life like with a child that is on the spectrum? So what would, if you were, if you were talking to someone who says, listen, I don't know about what, Anything about life is like having a child with autism. What, what, what kind of counsel would you give them? Sure. I would say so specifically for us and with um, a case like our kiddo, um, William's going to come to church and model some pretty typical behavior. He might seem quirky, um, but he's going to come here and seem like just one of the, one of the other kiddos. Um, and I think to if you were loving on another family it would be important to know that like that might not be what mom and dad are experiencing at home so like I mean to be super transparent like we've been in a really hard season um uh, with William um and with just some of his some of his behaviors that definitely are linked um to autism and anxiety um and so I think it would be important to not negate what a parent says too. Like if they, if, if a parent says like, I just want to give you a heads up, he might do this. 
don't you don't have to say like oh he's always fine here or like he he's good yeah. in class like thank you yes I, <laughs> <laughs> like you know oh he just seems like a regular kid to me like even that seems you might be thinking you're being kind like yeah. to say like oh we just treat him like everybody else but like to that parent like he he you know has they've probably had a really difficult morning all yeah. morning with them yeah. um I would say that. And then I would say also just to really intentionally pursue families and, and the kids themselves. Um, right? Wouldn't you say that? Like, yeah, no, I think I think that's those are really good points. And I think, too, just, you know, in another example of God's grace and God's kindness, um, I was talking to Grant the other day specifically about a hard morning with William. And... Um, I was, we'd already kind of discussed this a little bit, but is there any, is there anybody, you know, young man at the church that would, do you think would be willing to pour into William? And I don't, you know, kind of like a a mentor or a big brother. And immediately Grant spit out Dreek's name. And I can't wait to make that connection. And, And it's just, you know, it's, you know, in this season of not having school and, Mm -hmm we're the only authority really that he's around and not, not being around some other maybe authoritative figures. I just, it, I'm super excited about what this, what that relation might come to, sure. what that might look like. Yeah. Um, but at the, to, for me personally, yeah. Um, you know, I struggle sometimes with the fact that, you know, it makes me look really personally deep into when, when I'm frustrated with William that I'm quick to I'm quick to be selfish mm-hmm. and more is it because it's not convenient that I'm having yeah. to go over the same thing we've gone over the past week that we didn't have to do the week before mm-hmm. and it really makes you know I'm convicted a lot on looking inward and what what does God need to reveal in my life that is sin that needs to be confessed and that needs to be repented of that would lead me to be frustrated and not kind and to not look on him with compassion. We are um, so grateful for God's kindness to give us children that mm-hmm. often reveal our, our sinful tendencies mm-hmm. and that if we are uh, sensitive to the Holy Spirit, we will um, be sanctified and become more like the Lord because of it. Mm-hmm. So I was really encouraged that even on uh, finding out a couple of Sundays ago that Andy Green comes up with a different sports yeah. statistic to try yeah. to throw William off every single week, uh, the draft schedule or, yes. you know, and he, he, William's been in the bottom of the park. William deeply like looks forward to that. So even just like that specific engagement, just yeah. finding out like the thing that a kiddo likes and it's a quick conversation, but, but William looks forward to that. Um, and so I don't know, and we've talked about a lot recently, just not discounting, you know, spiritual growth for him even as a person with autism like you know William can tell you a lot of head knowledge about the Bible um but so just wanting you know other folks to pour into him um beyond that too amen yeah well you've been part of Park Baptist Church for a while maybe two Quickly, how 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 the Lord bring you to Park yeah and secondarily how has the Lord been using Park to kind of help you grow in the Lord well, you found Park, right? <laughs> so technically, so yeah, I did. Um, so we 
our, you know, folks who sometimes look to the Gospel Coalition for different resources, whether it's articles or books or whatever. Um, and so as we were thinking, to, as we, aka at first me, was thinking toward a new uh, church home, I was ready to make that decision before Jason was. And so it was a long season of kind of waiting. I looked on the Gospel Coalition's website and... Um, I saw that that park was kind of listed as as a church in this area that apparently would align with some of their things, and we live around the corner. Um, yes, yes. And so, in in, in our, God's sovereign kindness, geographic geography helps. Well, geography yeah. made park the first church that we visited, which ended up you know being the only. We had a plan to visit multiple churches um, in our like in looking for a new church home. Um, but I will say to you, there was like, even before we visited, there was a lot of like cyber stalking I did. <laughs> and so like, I found like the weekly update and read it. And I was like, babe, like the women are going to this conference and they're doing all of these things. Like, I just really think this might be like a good place to try. Um, but you weren't ready just yet. So I would say though, those are, those are the two things that initially got us in the door. Yeah, and you know, even before that, a little bit, the church we came from, um, you know, I was, I was dug in. That was, you know, that was kind of when I got back and moved to Brock Hill and got back into attending church regularly. That was where, you know, I was, and I got locked in and was active with, you know, ministries that were. Um, there and available and so like she said I wasn't as quick to like be on board with looking or looking elsewhere and I think we just you know that we she in in God's kindness and in in, a, in the wisdom that she had in the situation to just kind of point out some deficiencies that were that were there and I think you know making that move has um, just really blessed our our souls is, mm -hmm. and your second question I was going to allude yeah, to that was hit it. when you were talking about how two ways mm -hmm. that Park yeah. has what's the, what was the word you used help you grow in the Lord yeah I mean just again surrounding being surrounded with believers that love the Bible mm -hmm. and that love the gospel and that the gospel is upheld centrally on all fronts um that, that's I feel like that's number one because that encompasses everything. But um, I, I've got to plug Keith Doster's Sunday school class because yeah. you know the first the first Sunday we attended Sunday school we dropped William off at the at the uh, fourth fifth, and fifth, fourth grade, and fifth yeah. graders and right next door we didn't know what Sunday school to attend and there's Keith Doster's. We're like we'll try this one. Let's go to that one. And you know the Lord was kind to yeah. put those rooms next to each other because we have. We, we could really, we could be in Sunday school for like a lot of hours a day. We could listen to Keith for a long time. I, I told Keith today, so Keith, I just love listening to you pray, brother. Slow, grandfatherly, passionate. <laughs> you know, I love, I love that man. Um, well, I mean, we are so excited, like, again, for the Lord to call you here. And a great testimony you gave just the other night, you know, in terms of our joint service, in terms of God sanctifying work in your life. And I've seen that up close, and it's been such a beautiful picture of the power of the Holy Spirit. Um, how can we be praying for you? 
maybe a prayer request for each of you, and then we'll pray and be done. For me specifically to um, to continue to press on in me being a dad, specifically to William, and to that that God would continue to refine me um, and to show me areas that I need to to confess and repent that he can replace that that sin with 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 a, a godly desire for compassion and for patience and for yeah. for wisdom and discretion um and the much younger danny joe yes <laughs> yes i mean like almost a decade even, <laughs> that's true that is true that really is true um no truly um i would say just that i would um i would give the lord my best so you know um spending a lot of plates you know with with a job and as a mom and just kind of managing a household and figuring out new schedules with agronomic traveling that happen and just so just a lot of spending a lot of plates um and so just in that and and in the way I manage my time and find time for things that that the Lord is is my first getting my my best Amen. Let's pray. Yeah. Uh, Heavenly Father, I thank you so much uh, for the Brown family. I pray, God, that you would uh, just help them in, the, in their request, specifically for Jason. I pray that you give him, uh, continue to give him insight on uh, where there is sinful tendencies and patterns, that you would just reveal those to him and you would change them. God, give him heart of patience and compassion, how he parents uh, both his children. God, Lord, I pray that you would just um, use him to help mold and shape his children into the image of Christ. And Father, for, for Danny, we pray that you would just help her uh, give you um, her best, Lord, uh, with all the things she juggles and all the things she has on her plate. God, I pray that she would uh, give you her first and her best all throughout the day. So Lord, I pray that you give her wisdom and uh, how she can use her time in the most productive way that will glorify you. Father, as uh, as a pastor, I'm so grateful that you brought this dear couple to our church and how you're using them. God, as your word says, I rejoice greatly when I see my children walking in the truth, and I do rejoice greatly in, in seeing these two um, brother and sister in Christ walking with you. So God, I pray that you continue to use them in the life of our body uh, to bring your glory uh, to all. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Amen.